A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I like vodka episodes. Oh, yeah, me too. I know. This is not our usual, but I'm into it. It's like in the usual at my house. That's true because you had vodka. Because have I have vodka. vodka. I have, well, now I had vodka. Oh, you used it on us? I did. That's so kind. Using it the last of your alcohol and a friend is true generosity. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had a long day. A long day, baby. It's been a long, it's been a long couple of days. <laughs> it's been a long week. Only Tuesday, you say? What? Get the is fuck it out. Only Tuesday? That's horrible. Oh, the captions work. It, it is. It's only fucking Tuesday. It's Bye. only Tuesday. Tuesday. Although when you're listening to this, it will be Thursday. Can I be honest with you? Last be night. Be honest. Be so honest with me. Last night feels like it was a dream. 10 years ago <laughs> and a dream. Yeah. So this is the second night in a row Bridget and I have hung out. But last night, I don't know what was happening to me. But We I, hung out with friends we don't normally hang out with. And they were great. They were great. It was just super surreal. And I, I just like woke up and I was like, did I actually do that? I just can't believe you came along. I was also so... Hi. Yeah, I showed up and Brooke was like, so I took an edible. <laughs> <laughs> I took an edible and I took a bath and I was like super like blissed out. And I was like, I have to go be around people. People you're like not usually hanging out with either. But I think I did okay. You did great. <laughs> we ki- we murdered them in a game literally. So, Excuse But me. we lost the first time. That's code true. names. Have you ever played code names? Very fun. You out there you, in, in the world. Highly recommend. Uh, highly recommend. It's I fun. S- and then we almost played Quiplash and like the Jack in the Box games, which are so fun. I hope I play on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You hear that, Lily? Let's play on Thanksgiving. There you go. It's set. It's done. Can you believe Thanksgiving is a week from today? No. Nope. From Thursday? Today. No, the from, day that this yes, podcast. from the day this out. podcast. No, I cannot. I um, My friends and I were planning a, a little Friendsgiving, my 1D friends who live in the city, mm. um, talking about which date it was going to be. And, I, and everyone was like, okay, cool. So we'll do it next weekend. I was like, wait, wait, guys, guys, guys. We agreed on the week before Thanksgiving, I thought. And everyone was like... Sweet Bridget, <laughs> time is passing, and that is next weekend. <laughs> I did um, not realize. I might go to a stranger. I told you this last. Oh night. yeah, strangers' friends giving. Kyle was invited to um, this like person who we barely knows was like, come to this friends' giving, and Kyle's like, I don't know, should we go? And I was like, a hundred percent, we should go. So I'm trying to make the, my life the sitcom that I want it to be, um, and so and so we'll see if that ends up happening. Um, wait, I had another question oh also a crazy thing that happened I honestly don't know if this is real or I dreamed it but I think last night in the middle of the night I managed to like tie my duvet cover I was like stuck in it <gasps> like I had it like it was like tied around myself and I had to like I That's couldn't so get out but it feels like based on like the, the logistics of it that it, it may have been a dream oh sure <laughs> you know like how would I have tied my duvet cover maybe you were already in a dream I was like so burritoed in knots. it I don't know, but I woke up very disoriented. Yeah, sounds like an uh, intense night of sleep. I also, though, was, I don't normally just, like, drink on a Monday, although here we are on a Tuesday downing vodka. But but you're supposed to, you know, go up. That's right. On a Tuesday. Is that right? Clubs going up on a Tuesday. That was a different song. What, what I was doing singing? was, I was doing, your hands go up, and they stay oh. there. 
Different and they song. say there, you know that song, song that makes me amped. What's the song I'm thinking of? You're thinking of Club Goes Up on a Tuesday. But what's the melody? Uh, don't make me <laughs> try and pull that out of my head because it's not coming out. Do you know it? Not, like, vaguely. Uh, anybody? We brought you just, here to I embarrass you <laughs> immediately. Someone? I just know, like, the clip from the Spotify commercial. Oh, it's right. Like, going up on a Tuesday. There you so go. Love- <laughs> <laughs> no, and then your hands go up. That's, no, different. that's a different song. That's the song I thought yeah, of. Yeah, I know. That's a song She's from like high school. Okay, can someone send me an audio note of the song I'm thinking of? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or um, a YouTube link, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. I would prefer an audio note just for clarification. I will. I <laughs> want to hear. To I want it. to hear. Okay, the I'll person. do that for you. Oh, you want a, you want a, uh, oh, if you can do listener. it or a listener, uh, someone send me an Instagram. I'm going to wait till I'm outside DM. your door and then sing into my phone for you. But you don't know it. If you wait, no, if, I'll look if it you've up. been holding out on me just to do this bit, I'll kill you. Sh- Sam sang it for I you. I don't believe that that's the song. It is. It had on a Tuesday in it. What more evidence do you need? It's the same melody as the DJ Call It song that you just no. told me it wasn't. Mm-mm, I'm looking mm-mm, it up right mm-mm. now. That is a way to solve this instead of waiting for someone else. <laughs> because okay, that it's works. not as fun. <laughs> That's true. While you're Googling. Hi, Brooke. Hello, Bridget. Hi, everyone. Brooke's annoyed at me. And welcome to Splat. The podcast. <laughs> Where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. <laughs> Talk about sex in the city. Ten years younger. And 20 years later. Oh, you like it? You like it switched around, huh? No, that's the right way. Now we did oh, it the right oh, way. Oh, but you stumbled on it, huh? <laughs> okay. Tens- you can have that. I'll give you a stumble. Does that make your heart sing? If I fuck up? I, I fuck up all the time, if so. All she wants is this song. She doesn't care at all. She does not care one little iota. Oh, the ad is for cats. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's not mad anymore. Cats have solved everything. Oh, it's on Broadway through December 30th. We need to only. start a splat bingo. So when people are listening, One they're the like, ah, oh, they mentioned newsies. Ever. They mention. Okay, amazing. Oh, now we're just listening to cats. That's my favorite part. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you waited the whole, the whole uh, okay, commercial okay, okay. through. Okay. I love Mackinac featuring Drake Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't need to be watching. <laughs> How long is... Am I brow dancing? Sam nailed yes. that shit. She was right and you did not take it from her. Holy shit. Vindication. Everyone meet Sam Mueller, our Hi. amazing guest this week. Hi, Sam. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. It was worth it for all of it. It was. All of it. No, it was worth it so you could watch 30 seconds of Cats. <laughs> Honestly. Um, hi, Sam. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. <laughs> Tell us a little about you and your life at the moment. Um, oh, gosh. I didn't prepare an elevator pitch. Well, you just can leave. Bio. Longtime friend of the pod. That's true. true. First time guest of the pod. Also true. true. Um, I moved to New York. So far, telling the truth. We love <laughs> it. <laughs> truth telling. Uh, I moved to New York five months ago. Fuck yeah. This week. We know Sam from um, school. Yeah, we all went to college but together. But similarly to me and Brajut, yeah, I've been calling you that a lot. I, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> me and Sam w- did not really overlap in in activities at school. I doubt yeah. the three of us have ever 
sat in a room together honestly i'm not sure no, that bridget that's... and i would have overlapped if we didn't live in the same that's true dorm we definitely our freshman, our freshman year. We definitely were in the same room together not sitting like this we've definitely were at like a, a party or party something yeah oh, fair sure but i just mean like i don't think we've ever even with like 10 people been in a group together student theater info night (laughs) didn't go ever no i no that's when you were on the board i did go once on the board so when i was on on arts alliance and you were on jte that was before me no it was not but that's the one i didn't go to no i was on my junior year vert baby again i said a group of 10 there are like 150 people in that auditorium overwhelming i'm just saying I'm trying She's to- right. I'm wrong. Let's move on. That's the theme of this podcast. <laughs> Sam, keep telling us truth. Going up <laughs> on a Tuesday. I know the song oh, now. Man. That's all I needed. Yep, there we go. Uh, I write plays. That's and I true. Love Sex in the City. And you're very good at it. Yes. Tell us. Wait. Yes. You watched for the first yeah. time last year, right? So last summer, I like test ran living in New York for three months. I was here to produce a fringe festival play. Um, and so I moved here for three months and... Yeah. And sort of like figured out what it was like to live in New York. Um, I was living in <laughs> deep Brooklyn. Actually sort of where Bridge lives now. And close Very to, close to uh, me. Close to the King's Theater where Super close Sam to and I Theater, saw Sarah Jessica where Parker we live. Saw yeah, Sam, Sam was with um, Brooke that, I was inf- that night. I honored to be there <laughs> that know. night. Honored. What when the two of us realized, there was just a moment where Brooke was like, it's Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> And I went, how else no. do you react? I, like, I don't think I spoke Disbelief. again for like at least Disbelief. 45 minutes. No, it was just a lot of... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of like going for your phone, but realizing you couldn't go for your phone. Because it was like, in I a just, magnetically locked pouch. I have to be here in this moment right now. Um, but yeah, so I was living in a friend's room while she was abroad doing um, like a journalism residency. She was in the Middle East, and I was just, like, living in her room. Um, I watched straight through all of Sex and the City, which, like, in a way... What was the... What made... Like, what started that? Um, sheer loneliness. Uh, <laughs> but, well, but, I mean, like, yes, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious, like, why Sex and the City for the first time at that um, point? Did it feel right? I have right? no idea. I think it just felt right, and I think it must have come up in something, as it is, like, prone to do. It came up literally in Will and Grace. And I was like... Oh, I've never seen that. Um, I had remembered watching like little clips of it. Like my mom would watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she would pretend that she hated it and then like turn it off. And I think it's actually just because she didn't want me watching it. But we watched the like oh, TV funny. version, not the HBO version. because Oh, have, sure. The like edited we, like, didn't down. didn't have cable. Right. Syndicated. Growing up. So like I can't even imagine there was like much awful, like quote unquote awful content for her to shield me from. But Interesting. Maybe it's possible. I don't know if you've ever encountered them but boobies are dangerous they're everywhere they're just simply everywhere they're unavoidable especially when they're attached to your weaponry (laughs) Um, yeah so I just watched straight through it in the three months that I lived here and like it was affirming in a lot of ways Mm. interesting Mm -hmm. um who are you lady wise oh I am a Samantha Miranda hell yeah um wasn't that what I thought I was at the beginning that's you Guys, I took a BuzzFeed quiz last night about the percentages of... I wasn't even trying. I had no... Two people had taken it before me. My friend said, hi, Amy, I love you, sent it to me and had gotten like 40, 40, 10, 10 and Brooke too. It I was the weirdest. 40, 30, like 20, 10. Which is just like all of them sort of. And I took it and it said, 
you got a hundred percent Miranda. Oh my Sorry. god. Sorry. And I said, Sorry. first of all, yeah, Wait don't fucking Hold apologize on. to me. Second, yeah. Apologize true. to Tony Award winner. <laughs> Cynthia <laughs> Nixon. <laughs> Tony Grammy and Emmy, baby. Honestly. Um, I um love that. Uh I'm also like really want to know what your answers were. I was like, why is it so crazy that I want pizza? <laughs> like, I did a Why does that make me a Samantha? That they had six options for every question. So it wasn't like, mm-hmm. which of these is the Samantha? Which of sure. these is the, which have you algorithmically decided mm-hmm. is Didn't the Didn't someone get your Stanford or did I make that up? I think someone might have. I saw something that was like something about st- being Stanford. Which amazing. Which I'm no, not mad about. But you identify, do you identify as like a Miranda with a Samantha rising or vice um, versa? In true Gemini fashion, I think some days I identify as a Samantha Miranda uh-huh. rising and other days a Miranda <laughs> Samantha rising. Fuck's <laughs> dancing. I don't think, I think like some days I am one way and some days I'm the other. Most nights. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think they'll like uh, make a playlist out of this episode. It starts right. with Club Tuesday. <laughs> and then some nights. Followed by, by some fun. nights. Some nights by fun. Take me back to spring 2012. Honestly. I listened to some nights like at least three times a day. Remember when Obama was president? Never oh, mind. We're moving cool. on. Um, I think I think that answer would surprise a lot of people we went to college with. Yeah. Because I don't think I was particularly Samantha we during college. are not the people. But we were in well, college. No, I also think I. <laughs> that's so true. I don't know what you just cheerleaded, but it was. But cute. I also think like something that's that's like <laughs> crucial to Samantha is that her relationship to sex is healthy, no matter how much she's having it she's or not having positive. it. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Make and I think sense I. To me. I had the like sheer joy of living with someone who was like so sex positive for two years, and he mm. like rubbed off on me in like great ways. And the conversations that, like, he and I had about sex made me more sex positive. I think that's what happens when you, like, live with a queer, non-monogamous person. Totally. For Who you love very dearly. Who I love very dearly, platonically. Mm-hmm. Um, who is just, like, down to talk about anything. So I think that has, like, shifted. Cool. I think I was, like, Have you had Miranda in college. Since you moved here and or last summer when you were here watching and living here, have you had a moment? That was like, oh my God, this is so sex in the city or 25 of them. I've had, yeah. And and some of them are hard to like pinpoint down. The like sad one that happened the other day was that like. The other day. Not the other day. I, I say that and I. It when could I say the other mean, me, other day, it means any time in the yeah. last five years, honestly. Was that like someone I hey. had once had like. <laughs> that was a reference for you and you didn't hear it. <laughs> I made a last five years joke and you didn't hear it. Wait, say it again. You did. My joke was. I my joke it. was. I say any time, and it could mean any time. No, I say. I say the other day, and it could mean any time in the last five years. Anyway, that's you didn't not hear. a last five that's years reference. More. No, I said joke, not reference. That's not a last five years joke. That's just saying that's like no. Brooke if and I are said, breaking up, and we're leaving. Wow, oh I've never God, seen I'm it. So that's sorry. the only joke I can make. It was just, just a reference. I'm sorry, I made you stop texting to look at me. <laughs> continue with I was time. taking I was not texting I was taking a photo of you because I love you well your tone of voice does not tell me you love me I just don't think it should necessarily be put on me to think that anytime you reference a time of, or a span of time that I immediately like god I'm not that kind of girl it's not like you say it's I me, I don't my I don't live and breathe. I just want to keep seeing you talk this out because it's going super yeah, well. Both of us are just letting you go. <laughs> like four of the last ten things you said were words. 
Wait, didn't that happen to me yesterday? The other day, too. I was leaving Bridges on Sunday, and I was like, time to go Google Play. <laughs> and our, our guest was there, and we were both like, Brooke. And he, he totally played along to his credit. He was like, yeah. And then he turned to me, and we were both like, sorry, what? So just to be clear, that's our guest for next, next week. Next week, we did some fun out of ordering. Sarah oh, Koenig wow, hosted Serial, sure. um, right? Yes. S-A-R-A, Koenig. Mm-hmm. Oh, Which is K-O-E. I got that. I have a, I have a question. <laughs> well, Sarah is not the hard part of spelling that. I was just <laughs> making sure. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I have I have a question for both of you. Yes. One. Please ask. Who is Ezra Koenig? And are they related? No. I only know that name. Like, you said it, and I could see it printed on a page, but I have no context. I'm like, I think he's an actor. Okay, and he's dating someone that was just... Is he or is he a musician? Oh, maybe. There, it, there are a couple of Ezra's Ezra I get confused. Miller that's, is an is actor. That's true. Is he's that, the one with long hair, and he's beautiful. Is yeah. that yeah, Amy? I, yes. or, who, who is better than Ezra Koenig? In what um, way? On Instagram. That's an Instagram. Oh, oh, is that? I think that's my friend Annie. Annie, can who listens? You, can you? Oh, it's a musician. It's got to be. Let us know who Ezra Kane. Annie, is. can you tell us? I know she will. She'll, she'll talk. She's amazing. She to this. She, we've had some amazing Twitter DMs. Yes. Um, okay. Truly. And my second question for you, Bridget. Yes. Tell me. Um, I haven't, just to be clear, I have barely had any of the vodka. I'm just <laughs> happy to be here. I'm coming off the rails. Um, tell us about your day. Okay, I will. But first, you have to tell us that Sex in the City moment. Oh, sorry. No, oh. it's my fault. We, de- no, no, we no, derailed entirely. No, no, I forgot entirely. too. I forgot too. Um, someone that I used to have like a very deep romantic connection with. Mm. And I had a conversation where I realized that the girl he is dating now is actually deeply important to him. Mm. And I was like... Oh, she's oh, not just like it. a stand in you. She's or not something. a stand in. Yeah. And then it felt very. And then I realized like he was more Mr. Big in my life mm. than I really ever Doesn't want. Doesn't it suck to realize to that be? you're attracted to Mr. Big? Because I hate Mr. Big. <laughs> something <laughs> we have connected Let me over. Hot take. <laughs> Mr. Big is trash. <laughs> I don't know if we must have said this at some point, but um, Candace Bushnell wrote that she didn't ever want them yeah. to end up together. No, she wanted her to end up with Burger. Mm. Wow. Oh, I still haven't met. Okay, my day. Brooke is asking this because there's a story I haven't told yet that I have to. Yeah, Bridget was like, I'm on the train and I've been scammed. And then wouldn't and then the no story. one replied. So, so I, we talked to each other about it. I we know. Did. I figured. I'm just kidding. It was just funny because I was like, I got scammed. Radio silence. Okay. So I first for some backstory to this story, which will be helpful. Um, I have some friends from my Catholic Girls High School in Portland who now live in New York. And one of them, one of my closest friends, like moved into my neighborhood, which is very exciting. But finally, like whenever I see one of them, we're like, we should get everyone together. So this past weekend, we finally did, which was really fun. We went out on Saturday, like got dinner. All of us went out drinking. So we have a group chat going now and we've kept it going since then. And as my high school friends were texting me, I got a text out of the blue from someone we went to high school with that was like, hey, can you help me with something? This is this is and then used her name. And I was kind of like, this is out of the blue. I don't think we've spoken since graduation, but I was like, hi, what's up? And um, they texted me and, and they were like, hang on, I'm trying to find it. My mouth's already agape. My mouth. This is insane. It's it. This is, and I'm telling you the story partially because like, watch out. <laughs> I realized what was happening quickly, but not quickly enough. Mm. So 
Hey, it was like, hey, Bridget, it's fill in the blank. Can I ask you a huge favor? I said, hi, what's up? Can we call them Cynthia Nixon? Just yes. Hi, I like- hi, Bridget, it's Cynthia Nixon. Can you do me a huge favor? And I was like, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Grammy, Tony, Emmy winner, Cynthia Nixon. What can I do for you? Um, and they were like, I'm going through my contacts because I got locked out of my emails. Um, and I just need to get a verification code to get back in. Um. I, and it was like, uh, I, I'm begging you, I can't get a hold of anyone. And I thought it was weird at first because there was no like, hey, long time, no talk. So I was like, mm-hmm. um, was this person at your at your dinner? No, huh. just a random high school That's- friend. Because so as it happened, my friends were and I were texting and I was like, wait, guys, look at this crazy message I just got out of the blue from this person we went to high school with. And they were like, what? That's so weird. And I was like, OK, I, I think I can help. Like what what's going to happen? I'm going to get a, a code. And so I sent it. The code. The code. And they were like, um, did you get it? And I was like, yeah, it's in the photo I just sent. And they were like, oh, I can't get photos. Oh, Can you no. just send me the code? And I was like, sure. So I sent the code and then was immediately like, hang on, this doesn't add up. So I texted my friends and was like, wait, am I helping someone scam her or am I getting scammed? I bet mm. something's going on. And the the code didn't work. So this person kept texting me and was like, look, I'm just trying to turn in something for this class I'm gonna get fucked can I log into your gmail and I was like sorry no Mm-mm. and then I got another code and a notification that my gmail password had been changed and I was texting my friends oh my as God. this was going on because I was like wait I think I should, I'm get. I, I was like wait I think either she's getting scammed or I am and then one of my friends was like wait message her on Facebook and so I did and I was like hi no this is out of the blue but like that's you texting me right and and simultaneously, I like had logged into my Gmail and immediately the second I got the notification, I was like, something went wrong here. I logged in, changed everything, like reset all mm-hmm. my like double authentication and got a notification that. So it was an Oregon area code that was texting you that was texting me. Whoever hacked into me was in upstate New York. So someone used my high school friend. And then so after I messaged her, she was like, no, it's not me. Um, so I'm like, I like know something has happened at this point. Like wait, she's wait, probably hacked. I'm probably know, hacked. How do you Oh, so because I messaged her on Facebook. Because you get that notification that's like someone's logged into your email from this place in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, because when I went on to change my password, they were like, security alert, check this out. And then it was like, was this your device? You know, when someone, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. when you sign in from your iPad and that or whatever. Was, that was in upstate New York. Yes. Okay. So the area code they're texting me from is Oregon. Right. And the other day too, my friend, our friend Dalton was like, dude, this girl in my office is getting scammed because apparently there's a setting on phones, maybe just iPhones, where you can get messages sent somewhere else so someone had hacked in she wasn't getting her texts and they were using it to like get into her bank account like all this stuff so she was like so, so this was fresh on my was getting scammed so after I messaged her she was like it's not me like I've never uh, I know she was like it's not me and I was like okay definitely something's going on and then she posted on Facebook and was like my Facebook's been hacked so maybe someone hacked her Facebook and then somehow got into her text but basically so who was messaging you I don't know I also no, my friend's on Facebook Rosalie, my friend Rosalie, for sure. But she was also, her Facebook was also hacked? But why would a hacker have been like, no, that's not me. I've been hacked. You oh. know, like she, like she, she, it was, it's clearly her. And also like just everything about, like reading back through it, I'm like, none of this makes sense. Mm-hmm. So my friends were like, just, I mean, I'm sure the person knew immediately after they changed my password, they had to know that I knew. Mm-hmm. And so they stopped texting me. So I just started texting them and was like, by the way, did you dye your hair? I love it. My friends were like, just try it, just see if they'll oh respond to you. Just like try and send them like dumb shit. So I, and then my friend was like, just send them a gif of 
Joanne the scammer and be like, this has been fun. <laughs> but um, it was crazy. It all happened. So and it was just so I think because I was like texting my high school friends, it like didn't mm. seem that weird. Some, I mean, it was like, this is bizarre, but also like, what a funny coincidence. Yeah. Like maybe and like, suck, I'm happy to help. But my thing is like, why would they text you? Like, don't- because I'm a bee. Like just they were just going through our contacts. I'm sure seeing who would take the bait. And I did because I just texted back right away. And like normally I don't do that. Like I won't answer the buzzer in my apartment. I won't answer the door. I won't answer my phone if I don't know who it is. Sometimes Mm -hmm. even if I do, like I'm not that person. (laughs) So it's just, it was like because of the way it all played out. And then like I very, I had a weird feeling about it. I just didn't really listen to it, you know? And then I pretty immediately realized like as I was texting them, like I think something weird's happening. And my friend was like message her on Facebook. As I was messaging her on Facebook, I got the notification that something was fucked up in my email. So like, I totally, I fully got scammed. She apparently has been in the process. Who knows if it's really her Facebook or like something deeper. I want to be like, here's what they sent me. Like, is this your number? Is this? So it was very weird. What was the code for? When you get locked out of your Gmail account, you can be like, send an authentication to my phone. Like I forgot my password or my password's been changed. So someone tried to log into my email and just put in a bad password and then was like sent you your own reset, my own reset they pretended it was a reset for someone else but there's no way it's not like reset for this email address it's like right. your code is so i just sent the code Unlocking and it was for your my email, email. So someone, someone had, else. this is like a process like someone had thought this through they went through someone else's but how'd they phone. find your email I have so many questions. I have so many questions too. Facebook. If it's Facebook, probably my email. Actually, my email isn't attached to my Facebook. Ooh. Oh, no, it is. It's my login. So I, it's just deep scam shit. Someone just like knew what they were doing. So anyway, be careful out there, guys. Everything's fine, luckily. And it wasn't like my bank account. Right. Ugh. But be careful. It definitely like shook me. And yeah. now I'm also just like even more. Anyway, but that was my day. You have a Uniqlo bag. That's exciting. I do. Well, I went in hoping to find like real stuff. And what I ended up buying was like a bra and some fleece lined leggings, which I'm oh, excited that's about. Nice. That's real just, stuff. Like, buy a bra. I can't. It doesn't really fit me. But the problem is the bra I have worn for seven years. <laughs> the underwire popped out. No. And so now I really, it's on my body. Weird. But They're I'm like, specific, I can't buy. You know. Mine are too. They're not. I'm like. In between rib cage and booby sizes and gape, the cups always gape. I always have stuff at the top, which is just like the le- most That's uncomfortable the feeling. Of my problem. And I got a really, yep. You want to just give me a little and we can, okay. You don't know how much I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, it's basically, it's, it's like a step up from a bralette. So I can like make it mm. work. It's not like I bought a real bra. And it was $14 go Uniqlo. So bye. Nice. How was your day? Did you get scammed? <laughs> uh, I didn't get scammed. Well, good, because I'm about to scam you. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was fine. What did I do today? I woke up. I went to work. I went to yoga. I went to, to work. You? Yoga? Who, me? Yes. I'm <laughs> taking so many yoga classes. My hips feel like I'm a 90-year-old woman, even though you think that I would be the opposite. Um, but... It was a fun. I love, I do love yoga. Probably means you're like building muscle and stuff. This hip? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, I hope so. Sam's face like, when she put her hands on the knot in your it hip was, was very remarkable. I, I walked and I was like, would Can one of you touch my hip? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I need I don't, to. Yeah, I don't know. I get that way when like I have 
like used a muscle to the point of it needing to repair itself and Mm. then not given it time to repair Hmm. because like getting stronger is just like making tiny tiny, tears in your muscles I think that's and then letting them rebuild stronger yeah I don't think it's just a knot which means I think I'm just using it a lot sure probably Uh, and it's like because it's not like I'm doing like it's not like I'm running, you know, right, I'm right, just, right. I'm stretching it a lot. And it's mm-hmm. kind of right. like, like I had this, like the first week I was doing it, my lower back was like, mm. oh, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, just relax. I'm going to foam roll you. I think you're just not used to using those muscles mm-hmm. in right. this way. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't help that like my compliment to yoga is flywheel, which yeah. is all hip. Yep. So whatever. Who cares? Sam, how was your day? My day was good. I, uh, I oh, had also to go... you made cookies for us, which was yeah, amazing. Yeah, you made cookies, which was I did make cookies. You. They're very good. Um, Sam. Good. I normally I'm off on Tuesdays um, and I work at I work at a dance theater. Um, and so I had to go in today because we had like an internal meeting about next season. Ooh, so fun. basically I like just got to go into work and like had free coffee and like watched clips of the dancers that are coming to our theater. It's great. Coffee. It's an easy day. Which was really great. And also like. And you get extra money. Yeah. Because you're working on an off day. I am salaried. Oh, <laughs> so okay. no. But I did negotiate coming in later on Thursday. So I'll get to sleep. Nice. Then. Nice. Because um, Thursdays are effectively my Mondays. And I. Sure. Them. Sure. Um, and then I went to a, an elementary school in Hell's Kitchen as I do every Tuesday and sat down with a fifth grader and we wrote a screenplay together. I fucking love that. That's That's what I do every Tuesday for, I mean, it'll be 10 weeks total. This was like week seven, but she's a genius. We finished her screenplay (laughs) today. So I get to like, we get to edit next week. She was like, are we ahead of everyone else? And I was like, (laughs) "Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) you're smart. (laughs) So yeah, I'm I'm really really stoked about it. It's a it's a group called Young Storytellers. That's so and cool. And they're always looking for mentors. So do it if you can. If I knew how to write a play, baby. Shall we? Yeah. Shall we dive in? Boogie on in. I think so. We Too covered boogie. the Sex in the City stuff, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Another problematic episode, guys. Oh. <laughs> well, this one is maybe the worst we've seen so far, followed by next week's. Very good job, Bridget. Thank you. <laughs> do you think next week's is worse? Oh, actually, yes. Yeah. I do. Oh, maybe I just need to. I'm going in order. You guys are next not week, for a brief moment. Next week's we can. Um, I guess cut this. Next week's is the one where Samantha dates a black man and her and yes. is like the, the episode is explained as her his racist sister. As in I, reverse racism, which yep, is just you're not. right. You're and the whole thing right. is just like Samantha trying to fit into this black one isn't, urban isn't, world. Like, yeah, I think next week's is like objectively like bad. Yeah, this poorly one, written. This one yeah. is. I think this one is is more like of the time. Yes, I would agree. I, I think give, the the grossness is a product like, of a little bit more benefit of the doubt. Not to say that it's okay. Like, and it would still never fly today. But I think in 2000, it makes it makes a little bit more sense. I don't know, y'all. I really? think this is actually still, I think we are in a pocket of people that makes it seem like this isn't true. Oh, you but mean like Jane, it would still largely fly? But Jane fly. the Virgin just had. No. Just had a storyline. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard. I love that. that but, I think they, but I think they do it in a better way. And we'll talk about that. I do think they do. That's true. They do. I think that they do. There's a lot of, this episode is a lot of like That's biphobia, exactly, basically. That's exactly what I want because I, oh yes. Okay. So this yes. episode is called boy, comma, girl, <laughs> comma, boy, comma, girl, ellipses. ellipses. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's a lot about biphobia and it, that I think you're right still rampantly exists even within the que- queer community yeah but I will say I was 
Can I Barnes and Noble bag vintage? To even hear the word bisexual. Yeah. On a TV See, show. Your mom would not have been happy about that naked woman she, carrying she a would She actually would not have been very happy about that. <laughs> so Carrie's voiceovering of Stanford has been a presence so far this season. I'm into it. Anyway. Um, about oh how jaded New Yorkers are. Um, how they've seen everything. Nothing surprises you. Which is true. Like you mm-hmm. can watch a man shit on the sidewalk and be like, just mm. keep walking. Um, and so they're at an art gallery for Charlotte's client where all of the the photography is women dressed as men. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's just like a drag king shoot. It yeah. is. Although the the one thing that rubs me a little bit the wrong way is the way everyone else are, reacts to these women mm-hmm. in suits. Like we're not actually dealing with trans people. Mm-mm. It's women in drag. But it's like they're so weird and judgy about it and about like – I don't know. And then Stan- Stanford is like, Stanford. I'm attracted to her. Maybe I'm a lesbian. Carrie looks amazing. Look at her butt. I hope that it's like a sweater romper. I think, is it a romper? Based on her the way that her butt was just moving, it looks like it, it's like a shorts romper that's also a that sweater. That would be way ahead of the time. I'm yeah, obsessed. Truly. I think she's in a dress, but okay, if well, it hugs the butt that nicely, you never know. It could be a romper. Everyone looks beautiful. Oh, no, it's a dress. She's wearing one of those like classic late, like early 2000s, like hip belts. Mm-hmm. Like wide belts oh God, that fit yeah. at the weirdest place. And we meet the artist Baird, who's a white man, which <laughs> yep, a straight, ugh, straight white man making art. Hmm. <laughs> um, but he does go on this, like, I feel like we have dual powers. Like yeah. you can be male Men can, and female. Which is a little bit like breaking the binary. Which is like great. Yeah. Like, the whole, gender, like, he gender, says gender is an illusion. And sometimes a very beautiful illusion. Which is also... Pretty advanced speech. True. The beginning of it is like, oh, I'm so here for this. And then he uses it to hit on Charlotte. Yeah, I'm immediately is. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Remarkable how fast the tables yeah. can he's turn. He's also ugly. Mm-hmm. He's not very cute at all. He's not even 90s hot. No, he's really not. So um, pretty much out of nowhere, after this this like art gallery, Carrie has a new guy we learn. She's moved on from terrible Bill Kelly. Is that his name? Bill, someone, someone Kelly. Oh, John Slattery? Yeah. John Slattery. John Slattery's out because he's a dick who likes pee. And um, Carrie is in with a new guy. Sean, the young guy. Mm-hmm. He's young. He's 26. Yes. So, Which is like maybe um, a reaction to Natasha from the last episode. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that makes sense. Like she, she's looking for, you know, something comparable. Yeah. And Miranda returns home to Steve, who is being a man. Quote, quote, quote. Watching basketball because that's oh, what like the men do. really quickly, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was quote, end quote. When someone says quote, unquote, it's like quote, end quote. Oh, I thought it was quote, oh, unquote me for too. some reason. Oh, maybe that's, that's what, what it is. I it thought it was either quote. makes sense. Very wrong. End quote makes a lot more sense yes. than unquote, which it doesn't sound like a word. Quote, end quote, quote, end quote. Quote, I'm unquote. Look it up. It's yeah, quote. I thought it was quote. I think you guys are right. I don't know. I think that could just be like slurring speech. So Miranda comes in and like starts changing the channel a lot. And Steve is like, why are you doing that? I got till 10. I can be here. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> in case you forgot. I'm a bartender. And, and I, then they make out. And, and they have sex. Miranda absolutely loved the man inside of her. <laughs> she just didn't love him inside her apartment all the time. Which like, fair. honestly. That's fair. I get a lot. I get. I, I, personal space is very important to me when I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Something that's been tricky for me long distance I've talked about before is that like because we only have 
defined time periods together like when he's in the city like I spend all my time with him every night because there's Mm -hmm. like no reason not to but like I can't do that you know it's like that's not what our relationship will look like when we live in the same place because it's really hard to spend that much time with someone healthfully okay so we meet sorry I was gonna say like and as someone who like very much so wants to live alone very Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. soon the idea of them like sharing that space with someone who like is intimate with you. Like I love my roommate now because I like wave hi to him and then I go to my room. Um, I haven't seen my subletter. In- <laughs> I literally last night was like, oh my God, Brooke has a subletter. I've never right. seen him. Right. I have no idea where he is. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're getting the money. That's what matters. I'm not. That's true. The renter people are getting the money, and that's what matters. Yeah, the Alexes are getting the money. Right, but, but I just mean it's being covered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. someone's that's paying. That matters. To you, yeah. Um, so, young guy. Okay, just want to take a minute. First of all, everybody, it's Tag from Friends, and um, mm. I know oh this is not God. a podcast about Friends, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Can be for a moment, but tag as you know is the young guy that rachel dates so this guy has oh been his, he like plays his the... type is the 25 26 year old who <laughs> dates the 30 year old that's super funny. also i'd just like to say that he is wearing cargo pants with a bright yellow abercrombie <laughs> shirt is it abercrombie yeah no no it's, it's, uh, it's yard it, they're the middle of the word is it's E-R-D. a riverdale shirt yep um, with a red <laughs> Almost hoodie certainly and a jean jacket it's an, yeah. yeah and he and cargo shorts as or cargo pants as you said which are really remarkable how did i miss that and carrie's oh, wearing man. a blood-stained jacket is that what it is <laughs> not actually but it <laughs> sure looks like it it's a red jacket with and random red splotches ice skating but she's also smoking smoking a on the fucking <laughs> yeah. ice it's too much she cannot put it down it's I also insane can't. that that was legal it's pretty cute i mean ice skating is kind of amsterdam there you go um, it's kind of a fun mm first date thing i love ice skating i thought you meant smoking but also like that <laughs> just a cigarette that's it's a date such right a millennial it's such a millennial I, I feel like first dates are like let's go ice skating i don't know i, I also gonna, think it's like the stereotypical like younger date that's what like, i meant by, you know, that's what i not meant not a sophisticated like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. something we actually do it's not like a first date for us is like right. yeah, let's go to a skating rink but it's like the stereotypical. Can we go ice skating? And then they're making out on the ice. Oh, I can't ice skate to save my life. I can't either for the first hour, but then, that but I have fun. fun. I went. We should go to the one in Prospect Park right by me. Okay. Okay, great. So they are on the ice. And they're flirting about ice And they're ice flirting. Skating. And she's like, I don't believe it's a real date without cocktails. And then he's sexy. He's charming. He's coordinated. He's taking her skates off. He calls her Kerrigan, which is funny. And he goes, when was your last serious relationship? The inevitable third date question. So they're three dates in. They're three dates in, and and he's like trying to make it. He can tell he like hit a nerve. Mm-hmm. And so she says, "I ended something a while ago. Two years of a lot of back and forth. You know, apparently we weren't Y two K compatible. We find out that it was a um, two years. We get some timeline help, which makes sense because we decided twelve episodes was a year. So the first season's a year, and then the first twelve episodes of season two were a year. And so she asks him, and he says, "Kayla, Leslie, and Mark." Before Leslie, there was Mark, baby. And he immediately is like, "Is that a problem?" And she looks like a deer in the headlights. She yeah. looks like it's a problem. We don't get her answer. But I also we get like brunch. how I, I don't like, but I, I find it interesting mm-hmm. how she's like he's a bisexual yeah yes a bisexual <laughs> specimen um and he said it and like samantha's so down she's like and 
Yeah. Is that a problem? Like, she does, like, the Samantha was like, is that a problem? And Carrie's, like, annoyed he asked her if it was a problem. She's like, what kind of problem? Question is that. I said it wasn't a problem. I panicked. He's such a good kisser. (laughs) That generation is all about sexual experimentation. (laughs) Meaning, so, like, if you're 26 in 2000, that means you're, what, 40 now? Yeah. 20 years later, yeah. Yeah, about. Sure. You're like you're in your like late thirties, early forties, early forties. Just trying to just give you guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. think about those people, the sexual sexual generation, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and so they talk about how like like Charlotte was like I dated some bisexual guys in college. They all ended up with men, and all the bisexual women ended up with men. So basically, like it either goes one of. And it's the same biphobic myth that is still exists mm-hmm. today, which is that biphobic bisexual people are not actually bisexual. They're either still closeted waiting to just be gay or they're or just being greedy and experimenting yeah exactly it's a phase of some i would kind. love to just i'm gonna pause her I pause think, her and just like open up you know i'm really like prefer the term pansexual for some reason it just like i called myself pansexual for a while mm-hmm. and there are differences between them because i think the like thinking about it in terms of like and attracted to an energy as opposed to attracted to a sex. I just think it's such a like more like understandable way. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if this has anything, it has something to do with this, but sort of jumping off of that, it's like the idea that like masculinity in our culture is so confined mm-hmm. that I think a lot of gay men do make a pit stop at bisexual just because right. the jump to gay is so hard to make in For certain some people upbringings. And, yeah. Um, and so I, I get that. And I think like, that's, um, like a storyline we see. And on the flip side of that, like, if I think like bisexual women are like hyper invisible Mm -hmm. when they are in relationships with men yep, and they are immediately put into like lesbian if they are in relationships with women. I do think that a bisexual woman is like it's easier for a bisexual woman to be in a heterosexual relationship than it is for a bisexual man. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I think that there's that like fetishizing of a bisexual woman, Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to the, like you're gay to a man. Right. And I was wondering if it's, if it's just bisexual women are sexual, are sexualized. It's, it's often like a, Oh great. You want to have a threesome with me and my partner as if you don't also want monogamy or real genuine connection, which of course some people don't, but the assumption is just hideous. So Miranda is saying that it's greedy, which is a very, which is a very classic myth about Mm -hmm. this. Charlotte is saying that it's a pit stop. Samantha saying that she's a trisexual and she'll try anything. Of course. Uh, and Carrie's making a dumb face. Carrie's <laughs> panicking because clearly she's like not really okay with it, but yeah, she I told him we, she we is. Strike a little, a little phobic. Exactly. And in a way that Charlotte's like very like adamantly like Trump pick voter. a side and I'm stay into there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think care if you're gay. I just need so you to far back into my make head. it work I for me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, Miranda goes to leave because she's like, I have uninterrupted time in my apartment. I have to go be there for. <laughs> and Gary's like, what Which about I, my problem? I identify yeah. with. <laughs> you can't miss a date with yourself, honestly. I literally cannot. Okay. This I wonder, though, I find to be very true and forward thinking. 
Like, I think... Was sexual flipping the wave of the future? And if it was, could I play that game? Or was I over the hill? If women can transform into men, and men can become women, and we can choose to sleep with everyone, then maybe gender doesn't even exist anymore. Boom. I was like, no, gender doesn't exist anymore. That's like, that's like peeking into like, to like what eventually like is starting to become Mm -hmm. true now. Right. Um, It's just couched in language that's pretty like blunt and unable to. Well, it's still couched in gender and sex being pretty similar. Which like as of now, it's not necessarily. I I don't know why I'm like so defensive of the show right now, but I think to give them credit. I think they're trying to do something. I think the fact that that's even like presented as an option yes absolutely is is what made is what makes the show so forward thinking to hear both the artists say gender's an illusion and her say maybe gender is not even an issue right truly what i think at the end of the day the show is saying is like the older generation just can't get it not that there's something inherently like evil or wrong with but like maybe she just has grown past that maybe she just like so like maybe the like 35 year old watching this show in 2000 is like ugh, i agree with charlotte but the 25 year old is like yeah, it's what you're hitting on to. Right. And then, like, those 25-year-olds are sort of who have become the, like, artist, ma- like, art makers that have inspired us mm-hmm. who are, like, super open. Right. Yeah, it's it's it sits in my gut in a weird way because... Me too. Because, like, saying that is, like, saying that who I was then would not have been accepted. I don't know if that makes any sense. Right. I think it's, like, I am hesitant to be for the show because the show is, like excluding a large part of who I am but then I have to check that and be like oh like this one the show is not necessarily just for me right and two like (laughs) (laughs) the show also excludes a lot more problematic things that like I never come in contact with but just I guess like the only example like yes I agree with you because like we have but like this what I'm I guess what I'm getting at is like now we have a show like Broad City where like Ilana Mm -hmm. is openly and bisexual and it doesn't even come up Right, like mm-hmm. which is issue. the dream, yeah. You know, that and just, like that, yeah. it's not like it's not the character trait is that it's a bisexual person. Right, it's that it's just part of identity as right. it is for anyone. And else. so I think that, like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just think I that, you. like, if this was this a step to get to that, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, a clumsy one, but they're making the effort. They're doing it. They're putting this on TV. They are exploring themes that are I I don't remember seeing in shows of this era yeah um and I, that I watched yeah. and I said this earlier the first time I watched this episode I violently hated it and then I went to rewatch it and I was like okay actually like yeah I think now same. that you've had this like horrific like emotional response you can now watch it and be like watch it, oh yeah. they're really trying to parse through it and in a lot of ways I think of I think of some of these lines as like the writer's notes to themselves yeah mm-hmm. of like was a writer tasked with writing these scenes and just like could not get a grasp on it. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to speak for any of the writers. Again, I think they handle this way better than they handle next week. Next week is Mm. a trash fire. Um, (laughs) Um, (laughs) So artist guy comes in to get his check. What we skipped over is Samantha has a new assistant. Right. Who's hyper masculine. Right. Yes. He's a guy, 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 guy. guy. Yes, he is as (laughs) hyper masculinity breeds terribleness. Um, and but you can tell that Samantha's like into it because she's she fucking Samantha. Right. And so then, then the artist comes to get his check from Charlotte, and he they're flirting, and he has he just needs to get the bottom of his hair trimmed so it looks nice. 
and um, (laughs) he's like, I would love to have you pose for me. And Charlotte's like, I could never be a man, a fan. And she like flips out a fan and is like, oh. And then she faints gently. (laughs) Thank God she has a fainting couch in her office. She's like, I couldn't do that. And he's like, what, um, you know, dress up? And she's like, no, be butch. And he says, every woman has a male inside of her. And I went, hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> they love the inside of you joke. Um, pose for me. Pose for me, baby. I'll I, get it out I of just, you. I want it. I want to buy into everything be he's saying. But he's man. just using it to get yeah, into he just wants women's to, He wants to be the man inside of Charlotte. And I'm like, I, I can't get behind this. So Sean is at a nightclub so new that sh- Carrie hadn't even heard of it. Shocking. What's Look the name at, of this I place? I think Matt Hair. makes that shirt. <gasps> he absolutely <laughs> fucking does. And I'm about to go off myself outside. <laughs> Wait, just like, speaking of outside, so last night. <laughs> what? Okay, continue. Last night, Bridget was here and the fire alarm was going Oh my going God, on. the whole building. We were like, should we leave? And Bridget goes, well, it's okay that you have a patio. We can just <laughs> leave. leave. And I go, Bridget, it's fenced in. We that, would just have the building come we down We would on just top be trapped outside. We Better would, than trapped inside the burning building. Except we couldn't. Maybe. We still couldn't get out. You thought we could hop out? The point is, I'm dumb. <laughs> That's the moral of this whole podcast. And don't you forget it. Thank you. She also calls it Sean's lack of sexual orientation, which is one of those moments where you're like, again, delegitimizing. Yeah, he is identifying as this. It's one of those things where like Carrie's like insecure, and so it's like right. It's it makes like it's, a, like, it's a personal Carrie problem. Projectile vomits yeah. insecurity. Where yeah. um, she's like, sorry, this whole uh, bisexual thing. It's just uh, kind of throwing me for a loop. Well, it's so she, funny when you like confront someone with something that is like new information. They immediately get defensive. She keeps thinking he's checking out guys or girls, and it's she like she cannot get over. She's like, so I don't. So were, were you just looking at that girl or that guy? And he's like, what's your deal? And he said, I dig you. But I also think this is a problem with like heterosexual men on dates with women. If the woman is also like, are you checking that girl out? Or right. if the guy's like, are you checking that guy out? Like, I think it just like comes down to us being insecure. Right. That we've been chosen at all. And it just all. doubles she the insecurity for exactly. Carrie. She, she just likes like the whole world this guy's buffet, exactly. apparently. She had this problem with Big also. Isn't that the one where she threw a martini in his face because she was insecure? Yeah, it's of just, him looking yeah. at other women. It's yeah. just exacerbated because she now they have has sex like, on the floor, just no like her safe. and Big. Oh my god! In there for the first time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's on the floor. So she takes Sean but home. That is because she doesn't have a bed. He doesn't have a bed. Th- isn't there a bed right next to them? Why are they on the floor? Then? No, she takes her him home to yeah, her apartment. Like, the camera pans like through over the, the bed. bed. Yeah, they're so, on the floor again. Maybe this is what she does on the first date. Why are they on the fucking sex floor? on the floor, baby? So Carrie's like, do I kiss better than a guy? Like she, it's really, she makes it a Carrie problem. She's egging it on. She, she just, she's so, she can't think about anything else. And he's like honestly like handling it well. He's so chill about it. I would imagine like hypothetically, if this character were a real guy, he would have had to deal with this several times. Also, it's interesting that he's making a choice to be open about it. Can I just say, yoinky, yoinky, yoinky. He is really cute. He like, he could easily have been like listed the girlfriends and just never brought it up. That's you true. know, or waited until they were more serious. And she does this or... dumb like role, like like scenario where she's like, "Okay, so you're walking across the street, and you see a beautiful guy walk by, and, and you also see a beautiful girl walk by. Who, who you do you go and for?" And he's like, "Okay," and he gives this like example. Yeah. He likes. Hey, Carrie, come on. 
Could you stop making this all about sex? It's not, you know, it's about the person. You. He's so into her. He's so forthcoming about everything. And she just keeps trying to trap him into giving her an answer one way or another, women or men. Well, I think she's just like nervous that he's going to be like, actually, I just like men. Bye. <laughs> right. So, okay. Samantha. Yeah. Here we go. So Samantha like is like the hyper masculine assistant is like yelling at some guy on the phone and Samantha hangs up and yells at him and they get in this like being a huge dick and she's like why that's not how I do business and he's like that bitch makes me crazy. This whole fucking plot is so dumb. Yeah it's I don't know how he got hired to be honest. Maybe I need to remind you she says that I'm the boss here and he says so fire me I just think you deserve some respect that's all. Like trying to turn it around on on um, her, so and, she gives him something to file and walks away. And he's like, "So fire me!" And then she does this thing. She finds it sexy that he's being boyishly arrogant, and then oh. she like stares and like like sort of like maybe like comes a little outside the window. Like, but th- I'm like, he could absolutely, absolutely see her. See her. <laughs> I'm like Samantha. Okay, it's Miranda now across town. Steve is like intruding on Miranda's space. And she's kind of had enough of it. Which is a hard thing too when you like really like someone but you're like it's not really about you at that point. The other person it's about you needing space. In classic Miranda fashion she's like taking it from like what normally would be like a four to like a nine. Right. As she does. Where it's like this is my (laughs) pillow and that's your pillow. And like I will say sides of the bed are extremely important to me. Fair. In high school my best friend Haley slept over. And she slept on my side of the bed. And this was when I realized it was important to uh-huh. me because I woke up. She woke up, woke me up because I was on top of her. Because <laughs> oh, my God. Because your body was just like used to it. I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And That's I don't super care that there's funny. another person. That's so funny. <laughs> I've since gotten over that. But I like definitely sleep better when I'm on my side of the bed. Well, like I, I have a just, like, pillow I like better alone. than the others, which I would like. I, oh yeah, I, I know. I don't know. I just I I sleep better alone. I'm my like very very good friend, and I talk about this all the time. Like the first couple yeah. of times we like sleep next to someone, it takes us a while. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say I'm that way with most people except my boyfriend, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm like a I like can't. We've talked about this. I yeah. don't think I, I can't like actually like sleep well if I'm like and up entangled. Actually in you. entangled in someone. Like, yeah. like I can. One time I fell asleep holding hands with someone. It was very sweet. I was gonna say things. What I love is like when you're at that point where like. You aren't, you don't fall asleep like entangled so much as like there's a point of contact. Mm-hmm. That's or like, like the best thing. like you'll find yourself like, like, like a, like you'll wake up and you'll be yeah. connected yeah. and that's okay. But in order for me to like fall asleep, I kind of need to like, I like I'm sort of like a, a roly poly bug mm-hmm. where I have to like. Yep. 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 I'm the same. I figured out a long time ago that it's just that I need my own blanket. <laughs> Kyle and I on the boat. You know? As, as a, well, that was fine. Yeah. You yeah. want to be like wrapped in it. Yeah, I want to be cocooned. Yeah. And like you can be cocooned next to me, but I'm going to But gonna, if you're I'm like tied steal, up with someone, then you can't like steal too, the cover. Right. We're just two larvae trying to make it. <laughs> but if you try to. <laughs> trying to get to <laughs> the me. wings later but in life. If you try to cut off my like larvae gestation to uh-huh. butterfly time, you're cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cut. You're cut. And so Steve asks Miranda to move in. She's being so sweet for the fact he that he just woken up in. in the middle of the night. <laughs> no, he immediately, he like woke up and was like banter. Yeah. And I was like, babe. <laughs> he asks her though, specifically if he can move in. 
Well, she, she goes, she was like, what was the way that he does it is she's weird. She's like, your, your clothes are everywhere. You're something. And he's like, okay, but what if I lived here? <laughs> what is this? I'm sorry. I was just going to say. I know. She's wearing a ball, ball gown. Stunning. <laughs> Too bad. Have, do you guys ever wear nightgowns? No. That doesn't even look comfortable to sleep yeah, in. Yeah, I, I just can't imagine. I wear a big t-shirt and Sophie shorts from the fourth grade. I feel like big yeah. t-shirts are the evolution of mm-hmm. of nightgowns. That's all I want. I feel like my my legs would feel like I was a mermaid if I was ever in a nightgown. Miranda that like long. freaks out reasonably because in classic Sex in the City fashion, we we don't know how long they've been together again. But she's like she's like uh, uh, we just got back together. Why do we have to speed it? Why do we have to do this? Why do we have to get back together? Why do we have to? Move and also, in? that's a that is a big ask. I mean, that's a bigger ask than midnight. What if it, I moved in? He does it so casually. Yeah, it's not like look so. I, I've been thinking. Well, yeah, his, you mean look how at his whole body only from the forearm elbow down? I don't mind. <laughs> It's uh, it's something, and and she's like his stuff really is everywhere. Like I'd be annoyed too if I was her. Yeah. Yeah. So they he like puts on his pants to leave. <laughs> they are like, fighting. Don't leave the key, Carrie. So they go to a workout. Class. A belly dancing, waving the f- waving goddess. And Carrie with this coffee at I an know. early morning workout is just the most Carrie I've ever felt in my Miranda's life. Miranda's like, like, I'm going to find felt like my Carrie. inner goddess if it kills me. And she's like, I can't pop my hip. <laughs> I'm not a woman. Because Look at her dancing like a beautiful fairy in the woods, <laughs> like a robot jerking Miranda's her hips. Miranda's problem is that she's the man. My hips don't pop. I'm a guy. She's, which is something. She's, quote, the man in the right. relationship. And you put this, it's really interesting that they continue to make Miranda this person. I mean, they've Mm -hmm. set her character up as this, but just knowing what we know about her in real life, it's like, all right, you cast the lesbian to be a straight woman who is the man, apparently. But they just leave the class. (laughs) They just dip out of the middle. And Miranda, this is actually, I I love the one. Also, like, Carrie's wearing another, like, sweater. Two this sweaters? is the episode of sweaters. It's a good sweater. It was so good to hear her say this to to be like, mm-hmm. I'm never gonna be the girly girl. And I was upset about it a minute ago, but you know what? That's just not she me. She knows it about and herself. And Carrie's yeah. like, that's okay. And I want to put the whatever quote because I really liked it. She's like, I do love him. And Carrie gives good advice. So what's my problem? I think in any relationship, one person's the alpha dog, but the one that's in charge. That's you. You don't want to share your water dish. But I'm very free with the chew toys. That you are. And it's, I think that's really true. And I think when you mm-hmm. take away the fucking labels of man and woman, and I think that it's true if you break it up into alpha and beta, those are like personality types. There is an alpha mm-hmm. and there is a beta. And I've talked to our uh, friend of the mm-hmm. podcast, Anna, about this, how two alphas like don't normally don't, it's like a sexy relationship, but it doesn't often work. Mm-hmm. Like either it usually like you need an alpha and a beta. I would say that. I, I understand what Carrie's saying, but I'm not sure that that's how, like, a lot of healthy relationships work. That there's an alpha and a beta? Yeah. Well, maybe it's just because there's, like, weird connotations with alpha and beta. I think if you think about it in terms of personality being yeah. more, like, out there and domineering and decision-making versus someone who's, like, happier to go along, that probably makes sense to me. Because you have two like, super competitive I think, people. I think whatever language right, or whatever right. like version of it works for you like alpha yeah. and beta really resonates. Beta, not so much, but alpha really resonates with me. Yeah, I hear that. I think... I think the way that I've started to think, to think about it is like you have to be fluidly moving in inverse with the mm-hmm. other person, uh-huh. you know, because like if I if like there is a day that like someone feels very alpha. Right. You just sort of like have to look into the fact that like the other person is willing to like balance slide well, to like. Yeah, I think it's, it's also all about it's exhausting being the alpha all the time. Because yeah. I think in my like yes. first my like long term relationship, I was absolutely the alpha. Yeah. And like I think I think. 
and I think what, sorry no uh, no I interrupted you go for it well I think one of the things that I loved that that is that I realized in my second I hesitate to call it a relationship it was. but it was was that I was the like I wasn't that mm-hmm. like I felt challenged mm-hmm. in a way that like allowed me to kind of roll with things more than I feel like I had to make every decision and do sure. all the things which I definitely felt and I think that like finding yes exactly what you're saying yeah. that there is a balance and I think that like there are varying levels of what that means mm-hmm. right and like and for some people it really works to actually have like an alpha beta thing in terms of like someone really yeah. is in charge and some not even sexually but I think with Gemini's it can go either way right yeah I, I think was maybe also, I'm just speaking for myself because some days fair. I really do want to be in charge mm-hmm. and some days I'm like I'm, I'm like, the same please, well I'll get to a point it. where I'm like yeah make this like I just don't want to I was gonna say I think something that happens often in like nor not normal in heterosexual relationships where there's like a guy and a girl often I think what happens is that the the man is often considered the alpha but what's interesting is the woman is often the person who's in charge of the details in charge of the planning in charge of actually making shit happen and that's like I am that detail person but I also get tired of that and I get to a point where I'm like I don't want to make these choices. I don't yeah. want to be in charge of the details. I don't want to. So it's just like in all things, I guess you're it's yeah. Balanced. If we're going to break it down to Myers-Briggs, I feel like mm-hmm. you're in my relation. You're in mine are super compatible mm-hmm. because I'm an ENFJ and you're an INF, ENFP. I was an ENFJ. So we're just the same person. But over <laughs> college, I became like an, a, uh, an ENFP. Yeah. Okay. A lot of my friends are, are that. Mm-hmm. I think the P and J mm-hmm. is the thing that needs to be is like the mm. puzzle piece because like you're very like you're very type a and I'm very like it'll happen <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes but then I have other relationships where I'm the type a person and by I necessity have, and I have other relationships right. where I'm not right but because you are and sometimes that gets old like sometimes you get annoyed being the person who like is on top of shit and then I, I and then well we, like, I feel like I'm annoying with you it. and right. you feel like you're I'm not, annoyed yeah not doing enough or whatever yeah exactly which, and neither of us feel that way but that's how mm-hmm. and that's why we love each other exactly Sam <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think my like other little anecdote for this is just that like I'm just going to brag about myself. Like, I'm a boss Good. bitch Yes, you life. fucking are. Yes, yes, so, yes, yes, yes. So in my relationships, like in my romantic relationships and or sexual relationships, sometimes I just want to take a fucking break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sometimes I just don't want to have to, like, be the alpha. Also. And I think that has surprised a couple of, like, mm. sexual partners I've had mm-hmm. because they know me in life and they expect that energy there. But it's like, oh, no, dude, like, I got to I gotta pull a princess. I was one. just going to say, I, I also <laughs> think it's really, it's really interesting where – where the difference in just in terms of your dynamic in a relationships, but then in terms of your dynamic with someone sexually, it can mm-hmm. be the total opposite. Yeah. It can be the same. But um, I think there's something to be said for, and maybe it's because we're socialized this way mm-hmm. because I'm the same. I'm like, I feel like I'm very in charge of my life and very on top of it and strong woman and independent. But like there's something really hot, particularly as women, mm-hmm about having your partner especially if it's a guy just like be in charge like want something be not aggressive in an in an aggressive way but you know what I mean where like to be wanted and taken care of sexually is kind of a different feeling for me yeah yeah and not someone who's gonna be like I'm in this like sexual moment to get off but someone who's like I'm gonna take care of you right now right you know Anyway, gender roles, well, babies. So Fun times. So Charlotte, speaking of. Charlie Chaplin over here. George, oh, my God. George, 
Charlotte Chaplin. Holy fuck. Oh, oh God. My God. She's in full mustache and suit. And Baird is like, she looks cute as hell. She really does, I will honestly. Say Whoever's done this has done a very good job. Being a drag for both my Halloween costumes was amazing. I loved being in a suit. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite, my my favorite roles I've ever played. Actually, my very favorite role was in high school because I went to a Catholic all-girls school. Um, I played oh, the male you? surprise. I played the male lead in senior year, and playing a guy was like the best thing acting-wise I've ever done. Partially because I. I the reason I was in Catlin partially is because I'm a super physical actor and something about playing a gender different to your own is like mm-hmm. you inhabit that physically different. And so it was just uh-huh. like easy for me to slide into. But it's it's a powerful feeling to put on just, a suit. I think it's just like if you are assigned female at birth, you are told by the world you must be femme. If you're assigned and male, small and not take and up you space. you absolutely and, miss the part of like being you miss like the entire like an entire half of like how you can inhabit the world Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing like look at people sitting on subways if you're assigned male at birth you miss all of the like really fun shit about being femme yeah and so when you like did you see have you guys seen that video that's like it's like british it's like pink and blue yeah pink Mm -hmm. gets Mm -hmm. this and blue gets yeah and i don't think it means that you have to like i think it's an amazing it's so good and you watch should it. everyone should watch it um i just think like that's what we miss out on it is really in, interesting like, i mean divided society just to know that like all these things we take for granted as how things operate is because from even before we are born you know the nursery's yeah. painted whatever color and the and you're born into that and there are so many expectations that come along with that and it's true like you when we are forced to subscribe to these roles like you miss out on part of the human experience and on on you know what the other fulfilling half of that is uh-huh. and putting on a costume can sometimes you're it can be it that can simple be as like i feel it but it can also be like terrifying mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you know i don't know so charlotte is a cute man and all of a sudden and he's like building her up and she's like i think i need a bigger sock in her pouch and, so and he, he like sticks his hand down her pants and she's like rubbing his hand in her sock and then she turns around and she's like, and Carrie narrates and is like, I don't know if it was the mustache or the, the sock. sock or the beard. But she like turns around and like but suddenly, grabs him and kisses him. Who knows whether it was the sock or the suit or beard. But suddenly, Charlotte wasn't just a chick with a dick. She was a chick with balls. Yeah. And then he rips her. And so this was the moment I had trouble with. Me too. Where I was like you're this artist who promotes all these mm-hmm. values, whatever, but before they get into anything, he stops her and he takes her mustache off. Mm-hmm. Like, he cannot possibly kiss her with the whole construct he's made on her. It's we just haven't a even too gotten masculine. the part of the episode. No, we haven't. So this dumb, dumb plot with Samantha, she's like, I'm the boss. And he's like, I'm not going to fucking work. Fuck, fuck you. I'm a man. I'm a hyper-masculine man. And then she fires him and then they fuck. And that's all you need to know about that. <laughs> when is Samantha going to get a plot? Soon. Soon. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Cool. She does. Oh. She gets that. I I know that. I'm just. It's kind of sad at this point because I'm like they're going one girl at a time. Because right, right now I think right, right now it's Miranda are. and then probably Charlotte and then Samantha. And then Carrie will just be doing her Carrie stuff. Yeah. Well, Carrie always has a plot. I love to watch a good hookup and fast forward. It's so weird. <laughs> okay, because also also oh, remember that the structure of the series is that each episode there's an A plot, an A plot, a B plot, a B mm-hmm. plot. Mm-hmm. So Carrie plot. An A, like an A and a half plot, which mm-hmm. is in this case is Miranda and Steve. And then you have the funny sexual, which is supposed to be, I think. Charlotte, maybe. And, and then you have like one or two of them having sex. Right. 
And so. And that's the thing where it's just like Samantha just gets the B plot. So I'm just excited for her to have some more depth. And this is really a lovely scene. Miranda goes to her apartment. She'd invited Steve over to have pasta al dente and she opens the door and he's already there. She's like, I went to the market. The recipe calls for extra virgin olive oil and they only had olive oil. And how do I know the difference since I don't cook? And then she drops the tomato sauce and she's like, (sighs) you can't live with me. And I'm going to put in her speech because she's... It's so good. And then she just drops drops all of the groceries. She looks like a little bit like an albino bat. Because wow! Because of her, look at her. <laughs> How could you possibly have known to stop it at that moment? She looks like a vampire. Is that a better way of putting that? Yes. Because her yeah. eyes, an albino vampire bat. Sure. Her eyes are just because of her red hair and her and her eyes are just like super. Her her pupils are super dilated and her eyes are red <laughs> and she's crying so they're like dewy and just like she looks like the honestly the thing that I thought of was bunicula. I. <laughs> I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Which, like, don't get me wrong. Like, everyone... We've gone bat to to vampire to vampire rabbit. Every... And it's all correct, <laughs> incredibly. Everyone knows how much I love Tony Emmy and Grammy Award winner <laughs> Cynthia Nixon. And this is not to shame her. But that's objectively. But a... she's banicula. And so. I will post a, a, vi- a picture of this at some point for you all. But like, Can I just take a photo of the screen right now? Oh, it's oh, too no. late. It's okay. It's okay. Although every single one you're yeah. getting is good. I um, will say like whoever did her makeup for this shot should get a raise. And she's right okay. now. So her, sp- <laughs> her speech. I do love you, but I've never lived with anybody before. And I'm stubborn. And I like the remote. And I can't cook. And I don't do laundry sometimes for like two weeks and my sponges smell. And you're going to see all that. And I'm scared. Crazy. Um, so Sorry. Grammy, Emmy, and So she Tony, gives her big speech and award it's so winner, beautiful because she's amazing at acting. She really is. And and I get this too where it's like she she's both, it's both about her space. But then it turns out because she took it from four to ten in you know no time at all like in the rock and roller coaster when you go zero to 60 in 2.8 seconds (laughs) which i know (laughs) (laughs) clearly (laughs) it's like because she had these deeper underlying feelings which are concerned about herself and about exposing her flaws to someone who lives with her because she loves him and she doesn't want to lose him and she's worried about being too exposed which like honestly i get you get to a point in a relationship I wonder this sometimes where I'm like, am I too open? Like, is there, am I too, um, like, do you know so much about me that you now know all of the like weird, ugly nooks and crannies I'll never be able to take back or like this, this is very real to me. Yeah. And then they have this like beautiful embrace and he's so sweet. And then he moves in. I also love that she doesn't mind being taller than him in heels at all. I love that. Mm -hmm. As like a very tall human. Charlotte (laughs) puts the picture up of her and she looks amazing. You know, she does. She looks like she's wearing the nightgown. Yeah, truly. (laughs) Um, So Carrie is with um, Sean and they're at going to a party and she looks cute as hell. And he's like, come on, dude, let's go. And she's like, okay, dude. And, and 
She's wearing a fucking flower. This is crazy. Again. I literally, I'm going to go on just like a small baby tirade about these dumb <laughs> flowers. Like, who the fuck was like, you know what Carrie's thing should be this season? Giant flower pins. Like, this but people this, make fun of this all the time. The flowers? Like, when they do spoofs. Like, whoever's the Carrie has like a giant flower Someone on has them. a baby at this party. <laughs> I didn't catch that the first time. <laughs> oh, that's our baby, Isabel. Isabel two L's, L's, no E. e. <laughs> literally kill me. And it's Mark's birthday, and Mark is the love former lover. I have to say, I hate satiny clothes in general. Mm-hmm. I never like it. I never like the material. I never like. She can pull it off, but I'd never wear but it. But just barely. So, so basically, True. all of Sean's True. friends have been married or dated or whatever or whatever. They're all bisexual. They're all married. They're all divorced. They're all in love. They all have a baby. I guess I forgot this was like alarming to other people because I think me too. This is like a college group, party we like, went to. Oh, <laughs> I've been at this party. This is no longer news to me. It is not a party I would go to these days, though. I watched this and was like, oh, thank God, I'm not going to these parties. At yeah, this is not 24. my vibe. But we definitely went to these parties at 20. Yeah, yes. but like our, I don't think like our group, I don't think like as 25 year olds, our friends have been like married and then realized no. they were gay and we're mm-hmm. all friends. Yeah, that's a bit of like a, a caricature of it. It's also, but... I mean, there's something to be said for the fact that like people who do not subscribe to the norms in whatever way hang out together, you know, because often. Sure. So like, you know, if you have a group of of queer friends like it's likely that they have this range of experiences because these people have found each other but this party is just a caricature also like yeah. no one plays spin the Not bottle when you're above the no. age of 13 no so carrie maybe like maybe 18 no so they play spin the bottle and these people make out and then carrie spins or someone spins and it lands on carrie and carrie's like <laughs> it's a girl oops I can't. If you are uncomfortable with this, you just don't spin. It's not like it gets to you. Because, like, would she right. have made out with another guy in the group? Mm-hmm. Like, that Even also though she might... was there with a dude. With someone? Also weird. Would yeah. she have been okay with him kissing another girl? Probably not, right? Maybe she just doesn't want to be a I'll say, is that Alanis Morissette? No way. Is it? I think that it is. That's crazy. Look at it. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive the, that it is. The dark hair? Yeah, the one that Carrie kisses. Wow. I'm so they have that's a definitely Alana's Morris. That's wild. So they have a, a Carrie's like, Carrie? I realized I had a choice as she slinks towards her. I could stand up and walk out and prove I was an old fart or <laughs> fall down the rabbit hole and let this woman peck my lips, which is and the craziest is- thing that's ever happened to me. The guy in the background is like slow motion. Like, oh, yeah. Everyone's clapping. like really hyped that this is happening. But you that's guys- Loki. The worst kiss on the it's face. Not- of the planet. Carrie is doing women are amazing at kissing. A nothing. It's true. They are. Oh, it totally is. The first article that comes up is Alanis Morissette didn't enjoy sex in the, kissing sex in the city star. Yeah, because did you see that kiss? It's trash. Because Carrie was yeah. supposed That's to not, not a kiss. kiss her back. Yeah. She's Carrie sits there with her mouth open and then looks shocked and saddened by also like kind of like chicken. Like kissing a woman is like kind of like chicken where it's like kind of bland, but you know, maybe it's good and for And now you. she's going to leave. <laughs> and now she's be... like, she's like, oh, I have to, I have to just get more How cigarettes. How is she so fucking tiny? Because she's a ballerina. Dancer. That's true. That was the last night I saw Sean. I realized they could do whatever they wanted, but deep down, I was too old to play this game. So that's it. That's your deal breaker. <laughs> so I took my And hot, also, old it's a game. Just so you know, your sexuality, if it's not straight, game, baby. So game. she takes her hot old fart ass home. You know, the worst part of this whole episode for me, honestly, is the, the like stairwell. 10th floor, 5th floor walk up. <laughs> yes, just imagining doing that. I was but like, also this nasty, nasty uh, stairwell. So you guys, boy, girl, boy, girl. Ellipses. 
over. Who did you most resonate with, Sam Mueller? Miranda, mm-hmm. just because I've been there and I so desperately love my space. Also because I simply cannot identify with any of the other women in this episode yeah. without like going against who I am as a person. As it often <laughs> is though, you're like, I'm I'm not Charlotte and I'm not Samantha because like, they have throwaway plots and then you're definitely not, true. not carrying true. this one, which uh, I certainly am not yeah. either. Yeah, it's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting episode. What about you? Also, Miranda. Mm-hmm. I will say though that like I was talking to you guys a little bit about this before we started recording. Like, I don't know if I, I think I would struggle dating a man who was bisexual. Really? I I think mm-hmm. that I would, and I I don't mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. But I think uh, maybe it's because I have some baggage with that that that's that's unresolved baggage Mm -hmm. um that may or may not be true but i think that maybe that has something to do with it that i have such like a negative connotation associated right with with that experience if you've personally yeah but i think that like the jane the virgin is what you were mentioning before like yeah the the way that they're handling it is more how i think i would feel is where it's kind of just like i'm i'm a little like if there's like a jealousy involved where it's like I don't, I there, don't know. There Maybe is, I guess. something to be said for the fact that, like, we have grown up seeing other women as competition, whether we've wanted to or not. Yeah. And when you suddenly, and we know what that looks like, and, like, typically if you are a woman who dates men, you know what being on the other side of that, like, attraction looks like. And then sure. if you throw something new into the mix where you're like, I don't even know how it's comparing apples and oranges or it's, like, it just, it does, I can see what you mean, like, that it would add a level of... Not to say that it's like, I don't, but I don't subscribe to that. Like, right. To but what, I, th- no, I cut you off. Finish it. To what they, like, I don't, I, I'm like, I'm deep with the bisexuality, mm-hmm. you know, like. Right. But you're saying you personally would have to go. It would be something that I would totally. have to work through. Not to say that I wouldn't do it, but it would definitely be like. I think that's fair and honest of you to say. Thank so you. there you go. Thank you. I think it's, I think it's different for me just because like, I also like, I, as a bisexual femme, like understand that from like a very like rooted in myself place. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is the bisexual men or the pansexual mask people in my life that I have had romantic and or sexual relations with are like Oh, this is going to sound so bad. Are like more evolved in their way of either oh, I believe that. being connected to another person or are far more focused on like the Straight other person. Straight men have hangups. Oh, they have hangups. <laughs> but also like bisexual men, A, like I have been in like flirtatious friendships and or relationships with bisexual men who like part of our flirting is being like, all right, which person in the room? Right. Knowing that like no one is off the table. It's absolutely no one is off the table. And like, it's totally fun. And it's more, and it's fun. Like I had this conversation with a person who is also bisexual that I am flirting with lately Mm -hmm. where there was a pretty man in the room and he made a comment that I misheard and I thought he said, um, like, I'm interested in that person. But what he actually said was, like, I want to, like, look like that person. He oh. was like, oh, I aspire to, like, have oh, that musculature. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I heard, like, oh, I'm, like, super into that person. And I literally was like, yeah, me too. I'll fight you for him. <laughs> and it was, like, a really, like, heated, like, but wonderfully, yeah, like, yeah. you know. But also that the bi men I have slept with have been, like, far more attentive to my hey, sexual needs interesting like far like above and beyond mm-hmm. because they're used to um 
like a, a sexual situation that is not necessarily like prescribed or like thrown at mm-hmm. you from like the beginning of right. your where you origin. have to take some more time and thoughtfulness right. and yeah. right that makes sense right and like and also knowing that like not all gay sex is anal sex right you know like just that like they not under- all sex is penetrative exactly and, yeah, but yeah. i don't i don't think a lot of straight men get there early right. on in their lives mm-hmm. so like the bi men that i have hooked up with understand that and they're like mm-hmm. oh like this is not exactly going to get you anywhere right we're gonna get you somewhere else first right, right. <laughs> and then we'll move on to that yeah you know So I've like in my body experienced that to be true. So like bi men don't frighten me, but there was a point in my life. And I think this is what, just what happens when you like are a theater kid where you do worry that all the bisexual boys in your life are actually just gay. I remember really vividly during college. Um, what's his name? The really fucking cute, um, Olympic swimmer. He's British. I can picture him so clearly. He's a diver. Sorry. Oh, he and he came out Tom? as Tom. Tom Brady. No, not Tom Brady. No. Holy shit. Tom. Um, what is his name? I could yes, be so you're, wrong. No, you're right. His name is Tom something. Anyway, he's so cute. Is in the boys he's, video by Charlie X. He's very cute. I love that video. I love video. Oh, you would know. Yeah, we talked about it. I still haven't seen it. It's. We should watch it after this. It's so good. <laughs> Sam, Sam like, can't believe it. I love that video. It's just like every kind of man is in that video. They don't discriminate. It's amazing. I'm so happy. I'm gonna cue it up right now. So Tom whatever his name is came out as bisexual um he won like silver medal in the olympics like everyone he was a darling and he came out as bisexual and multiple tom daly tom daly thank you multiple gay men who i knew at the time were like so loudly certainly (laughs) and obnoxiously like yeah, I mean, he's going to be gay. Right. There, Which I, I get it. I understand. I know where all of this comes from. But I remember being so frustrated because he had done it in this, like, beautiful way. And yeah. had made a point to be, like, the women I've dated, this doesn't invalidate mm-hmm. that. Those were legitimate relationships. And all these gay men were like, ha-ha, fuck that. It's literally, right. like, stop-off territory. And he's now married to a man. And it's that really hard thing where you're like... But that doesn't erase his no, bisexuality. Evan Rachel Wood talks about this. Yeah. There are a couple of really amazing bisexual actresses who are married to men who are like, I'm still that person. Um, yeah. Like even if I'm in a relationship with someone who identifies as a cis male, that does not make my relationship with him straight. It doesn't mean you it's still a are queer straight. relationship yeah. because like I am and queer. You are. And it, yeah, so exactly. the relationship I am in is inherently also queer. Right. Right. So that like that, and that's just like, and it shouldn't just, matter what other people see, but no. that is just unfortunately the I way like, we've built society. Well, there's also, you know, I'm something so about boring. <laughs> that's just not true. Not true at all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like a cis, <laughs> no. cis girl over not here. True. Stop it. Straight that's, girl being no. like, yeah, no, I'm thank you. I'm thank you. But I feel, I'm like, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm quiet. Because well, there's me who I don't really talk about this very often. Like yeah. there was a time earlier in this podcast where I was like, we had Hannah on our amazing friend, Hannah, who was on for one of the episodes that had a lesbian storyline. She is lesbian. And I asked Brooke to cut something out where I talked about being bi because I don't know. It just like, I don't talk about it in my life. Right. And everyone, I would guarantee, except for 10 people, if you asked anyone at Northwestern, they would assume I'm straight because that's how the assumption goes. Uh-huh. And because I am dating a guy and be, and, and it's and the like, relationships you had with women at Northwestern and the, and the relationships I had with women at Northwestern were all very quiet because if the community knew all of a sudden you were a lesbian, 
And it's like, right. I don't know how I, like, why I have to choose. Well, I get to this weird place where I'm like, I don't talk about it very often. And then I feel guilty because I'm like, is it my responsibility to be like right. proud about that? And then on the other hand, it's like, there's this weird, especially I think for women, but as I just gave the example of Tom Daly, like for men too, there's this, if you as a woman identify as bisexual and it's not something that people have witnessed themselves, they're like, uh, because you kissed a girl at a party once right. doesn't make you gay. And you're like, sorry, you have no fucking idea. And also, how did you know you were straight when you were 13 and right. never kissed someone? Like, and also, like, what experience if you did kiss doesn't a girl validate at a party sexuality? And figure it out. Yes. You know, experience doesn't validate sexuality. Right. And you have no fucking idea what another person <laughs> right. looks They're- or doesn't or looks. Likes or doesn't? Anyway, what? Um, no, just for the sake of time, I'm gonna. Yeah, we should. I'm gonna cut this yeah. conversation off. As the cis straight girl. Yeah, no, cut it, cut, cut it, it, baby. Um, plopability, <laughs> like a two percent. I would say this plot line would run, but written very differently. Sure. Yeah. Great. A la Jane, a la the, Virgin. Jane the Virgin. Exactly. Great. Great plopability. Wait, did I did I send you? Okay, so we speaking of plopability, Bridget and I posted an Instagram that was like, "Men think they're right about everything" or something. Because it's a screenshot from the show, um, and we were like, "Yeah, and you we, got some angry, we, a little bit of backlash." So funny. The, the one that I sent you this morning makes me laugh the most. It's so funny. It was, so we post. So the screenshot says, "Men never think they're responsible for anything," and our caption was, "Show ended in 20, 2004, still relevant in twenty seventeen. A hundred percent plopability." And First comment, a dude. Should I just pull them up? Yeah, just read them. Oh First comments from a dude, a like meme account, but you know it's a guy because yeah. the response is. Women Men. always think it's the man's fault. And then we get another comment that's in full <laughs> Russian. And, With, just, and it's just followed by a winky face. We have it's, no it's idea Like what it Russian, says. Russian, Russian winky face. And then this one is my favorite. It goes, I completely agree with a lot of exclamation points. Men can, capital B, very incomplete and insensitive, quote, but, end quote. They can do magical things also, exclamation point, upside down face, kiss, kiss lips, LOL. Always SRC and the city, um, New York emoji, oh rose, 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 rose. Not <laughs> someone who follows us, just someone who sure. stumbled across this it was and on needed there. to share Maybe that men are incomplete, yeah. but sometimes magical. So we got the gambit. Speaking of social media. Talk to me, Sam. Sam. Do you have social media you'd I like people to find you on? social media. You can find me both Instagram and Twitter if you want to like read my, yep, my dumb train do. thoughts. Uh, both of them are at Sam Wright's Plays. Wow. Do you write plays? I do. Do you write the plays brand with fifth is graders? I do. I write plays with fifth graders, but the plays I write are not for fifth graders. <laughs> that's true. Absolutely I mean, not that's for fifth true. graders. I know that for a fact. <laughs> Brooke? Social media, man. <laughs> okay, fine. You don't like that I've been <laughs> t- taking it. Um, you can find me on Twitter as usual at Mrs. Burt Macklin. In fact, if you're ever trying to find me anywhere, that's the place to go. <laughs> and sure, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, Bridget's not answering my text. Maybe Got a tweet I at her at Twitter. She'll, she'll respond. <laughs> to be fair, when I'm at work, like I have it open on my on my computer so actually when i'm not looking on my phone that's a better but i have a couple of friends that i know that if if i really want their attention i just have to tweet it you know when you like get a text from someone you don't want to reply to (laughs) and then you're like i can't retweet things or like i i know yeah like i have to pretend i've gone to bed so when i text them in the morning (laughs) they they don't think i was just avoiding are you saying that you don't want to text me back (laughs) yes that's exactly what i'm saying i also did anyone hear that did anyone else hear that termination suggestive language no the point is 
I'm a monster who, as I said, don't, don't, won't answer my buzzer, won't answer my phone, won't answer text. But my we'll point send is, a verification code to a stranger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not a stranger. Thought it was a high school friend, but I appreciate you reminding everyone. I'm dumb. Anyway, um, you can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. Brooke. Who? Me? Whom you. You can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. Really Ex- like luxuriating in my 280 <laughs> characters as one does I don't I didn't have 280 as a really lady. have I'm, you updated I'm excited I do oh, know no I oh, don't maybe an update, update doesn't but maybe an update I'm just like pumped that I can like use the vocabulary I've always watched mm-hmm. it's a dream <laughs> instead of being like ampersand no words are point. superfluous put that in a tweet and then also on Instagram you can find me at um Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. Oh, wait, one more thing. Mm-hmm. You guys, Delta Up, Delta Down for the week. <gasps> oh, yeah. I, we have to, like, fudge this a little bit, but yep. I think we'll have different things. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I know I realized that. I was like, wow, this news is very out of order. Sam, my, Delta Up, yeah, Delta Sam. Down for the week. Oh, my God. Do you understand um, what that means? Yeah, 100%. Um, uh, Delta Up is that I have officially lived here for five Fuck months. Yeah. yeah. And my, my milestones are all, um, like cascading months. So it's been five months since I've lived in New York, four months since I've been full-time employed mm-hmm. and three months since I started a very intense workout regimen, which for me is a big fucking deal. And you're killing it. You're I, fucking can you guys guess? It. Can you guys Look, guess where? I wonder it. where this working out is which is how I say it to not sound pretentious. Uh-huh, that uh-huh. I honestly think that Splat the Podcast <laughs> is the reason Sam got into flywheel i think that's because you started listening and then you guys became friends no because then... sam texted me was like you talk about flywheel so much on oh, the podcast that's right. you talked about flywheel enough on the podcast that once i googled it i was like let me oh. take a look at it and i was like nope too scary and then facebook or like the ads oh like right the, they googled generate googled from it. that yeah so then i got an offer for a free class off of like a facebook ad and i was like and i sent a text to both of you being like is it gonna kill me and Brooke was like, absolutely not. We're going tomorrow. Bye. And, <laughs> and then it's I just taken off from there. Didn't Remember, stop. I did one and Sam has now done three months. So if that tells <laughs> I you have anything. I've done 54. Holy shit, dude. Yikes. And you look amazing. Yeah. I just. Not I'm, that that's I'm, the reason. No, I but just you feel do. really strong. Like New York. Is, Hell yeah. 2017 for a queer femme is not a time that makes you feel strong. Mm-hmm. And I very purposely sought out something that makes me I feel strong. I love it. Proud and I do you. feel strong. Good for you. So that's my cascading five months four months three months mm-hmm. delta down uh my delta down is that the girl that i've been um oh yeah, oh, yeah. i've been uh mentoring in screenplay writing she's very mm. quiet and she opened up to me and told me that she's being bullied <gasps> and and we oh. talked through it and it was actually very it turned into a great moment of me being like when you are smart but very quiet people will take that as like an opportunity mm. to tell you you are not smart she was she's so, so lucky to have she you. was so yeah. sweet she Truly. was like I am very smart and I don't want people thinking she didn't care that people were talking about her like she didn't care that there were like rumors being spread what she was worried about was not being recognized as being intelligent Ugh. wow and yeah, so cuts. and like we worked through it like she and I worked through it and then I talked you know we all talked with like teachers and stuff it was handled really well but it just reminded me like a lot of times in my life when I felt like I was on the exact same side of that yeah. as her. Yeah. I get but that. But she came in today and she was like super over it all. And she Aww. was like ready. And we finished her screenplay. She really, yeah, she's Amazing. a champion. That was definitely my Delta down of a moment being like, Oh right. This isn't just like fun and games. Like we don't get to like write a fun screenplay. Like right. you actually 
are a fifth grader living in New York City. Who yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Internal life and feelings. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Totally. What about you? Um, my Delta up is that I'm getting an IUD tomorrow. Woo. So uh, I hope it's easy. If you need anything, tell me and I'll come deliver. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Kyle and I are going to see SpongeBob. Oh, fine. Oh, my so God. IUD <gasps> therapy SpongeBob. Perfect SpongeBob day. is maybe my favorite. I can't wait. I'm going over Thanksgiving and I'm um, so excited. And so I'm very excited to be on birth control again. Um, and my Delta Down is, um, I don't know, that I don't have a penis to love me. <laughs> that also. <laughs> what is it that I say? You said, someone send me a penis. A, someone send me a dick attached to a man who loves, who loves me. me. <laughs> I haven't found that yet, and that's my Delta Down. That's your Delta Down. Bridget, Fair enough. what's yours? Um, my Delta Down is getting scammed, <laughs> even though I feared <laughs> it out. I had a it feeling just, it, it would just be. A, it was just a moment. Uh-huh. Also, my Delta Down said it's only Tuesday, but that will no longer apply when it's Thursday. <laughs> um, my Delta Up, um, I had... So much fun on Saturday with my high school friends. And then my friend, um, Anna, who lives here now, came and spent the night. And we just had, like, the best. We, like, drunkenly watched these episodes together. And it was really fun. Um, And also, what was I going to say? I had something. No, I'll save it. Okay. Um, Just in case we we didn't get to this, if you want to find Bridget and I together on social media, you can find us at at Splat the Podcast. podcast. Nope. I fucked it up. Just at, do it. <laughs> at Splat Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh-huh. Splat the Podcast on Facebook. Uh-huh. You weren't wrong. I know, but I was. Um, and also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Please us Please do. On it iTunes. makes such a big difference. It, like, if you like us, even just like a little bit. Or like, on Acast, if that's where you follow us. We love our Acast followers. We love you guys so much, but also on iTunes. Please. Sub- rate, it helps. Review. Just review. Like, write a like a... Or just hit that stars those those quirky bitches like that's all we need (laughs) as we prefer to be called (laughs) that's my that's my bumble profile i'm a quirky bitch and that was flat bye thank you sam thanks sam